Hey, do you want to be like me and make podcasts that everyone loves? Yeah, you do. But chances are, you don't want to spend a bunch of money doing it. No worries. A solution exists. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make podcasts super easy, then distribute those podcasts everywhere, and you can even earn money doing it. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Also, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. I'm speaking from experience when I say that all those additional features like video podcasts, Q&As, polls, those are things you won't find for cheap elsewhere. But with Spotify for Podcasters, it's all totally free no catch. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Thanks. We love you. Everybody, welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty, Pretty scary, scary Boo. Good job. Thank you. You nailed that. We did. I, you know how nice it is to hear a good job right now? You do a good job consistently, week in and week out. I'm gonna cry. It's Caitlin's the truth. I've had a morning. I've had a. I've had a bad two weeks. I mean, I've just had a hard time. Things are just yeah. crazy right now. I keep coming back from maternity leave. Yeah. On the way God. here, she. Yeah. texted me that she got a texting ticket. Like, who gets a texting ticket? <laughs> yeah. You got a ticket on I got a ticket on the way here. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, my grandma's real sick. Uh, all this stuff. But you know what? I'm around two of my best friends in the whole world. And today, we're going to be talking with someone very special. I'm talking about him like he's not sitting right next to me. Sitting right there. Carrie's the queen of introductions, so I'm going to let her do it. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just getting to know him, but I love your vibe, and I love that you could guess that Caitlin was a cancer right <laughs> off the bat. So um, this is our new, new friend, uh, friend yes. Psychic Chris Medina. Hey, guys. Hi, Chris. Thank you for having me. Are you okay being referred to as psychic, or, or yeah. is there something How do you, you want to go? Just Chris is good. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is, is my friend, psychic, psychic Chris, Chris Medina. Old psychic Chris is here. <laughs> old psychic Chris walking through the door. Oh, we're so happy to have you. I'm so excited. So we're going to get into today mysterious cases that psychics have helped solve. Is this a thing you have any experience in? Like, have you... I get that. I get asked that all the time, um, personally, and, I, and I'm not shitting on anybody that does it. I kind of stay away from that. Yeah. Why? Because I do, there was one there was one psychic in particular that got busted on TV. Oh. And I can you say want, their name? I don't remember the the person. Okay, name. I'm it wondering was, if I listed them because I have a few. Yeah. yeah. She. Um, I just. In, in, I think it might have been. Wasn't was it, it Sylvia, Sylvia Brown? Brown? I think it, no it, relation. There was somebody else though too that got. <laughs> it was on live television. She ended. They ended up showing her a picture of somebody that said that they had passed away, and she was like, "Oh, I feel this person had blunt force trauma to the head," and it was the interviewer as a young girl. 
No way. <laughs> when you start messing with that, you start messing with people's heads and getting yeah. involved. I don't want to do it. Sylvia well, Brown, yeah. though, her thing, she was Montel Williams. Yes, and, and I always have loved the episodes when Sylvia right, Brown was on. But though. I felt yeah. like, because I would watch them, yeah. you know, after school or whatever, and I remember whenever anybody would come up, and I think they're probably just searching for answers, so they're willing to hang on to anything anybody said. And she was very, like, grandmotherly and comforting. But it would be like, oh, does his name start with an R? And they'd be like, no, D. And she's like, yeah, I see a D. Yeah, well, she, <laughs> she did that a lot. Yeah, yeah. The famous, very vague stuff. The famous thing where they where they cut the audience in half and they say, okay, I'm picking up energy from over here. Yeah, there's a there's a grandfather type energy, and the people there are like in their sixties. Yeah, and yeah. So you know they right. they have people that passed over. I just yeah. Who was that guy? Do you guys remember that he was like from New Jersey and he kind of had a lisp and he would what was his name? Is it Chip Coffee? No, he's Southern. No, I know who. No, but we do he, love Chip Coffee. I do. I love me some Chip Coffee. He's I, got the best I, scarves. I love how much he freaks out. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, that. Yeah, and the hoop earring. Man, and, and Paranormal State is one of my favorite ghost hunting shows ever. Ryan Mule's a fox. He, yeah. he, what was funny is he looked so much like my high school boyfriend. My high school boyfriend looked a lot like that guy. Mm-hmm. Now and you're I, just bragging. Huh? Are you just bragging because we have a new guest? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why can't I just peacock for once, Carrie? For Christ's sake. I forgot, Live about, it up. I forgot about her morning. Just My apologies. Really stressed out right now. My boss literally told me that everybody was, quote, much happier while I was away for the last few months. I what am so... bitch, right? You need a nine to five his ass. Just put something in his coffee. I Is just... It a... It's a woman, but it's oh, fine. God. No, it's whatever. Same thing. It's <laughs> she. It doesn't matter. Everybody, I'm okay. The point is, my ex-boyfriend looked a lot like the guy from Paranormal State. And I remember watching that show thinking, like, I wonder if my boyfriend's psychic. And then he bought me a foot bath for Christmas. I'm like, well, that solves it. He's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not psychic. <laughs> I felt like there was a lot of sexual tension on that show. I, weren't Did you just, mean who? Just all of them. Like I felt he, like they were either banging, like oh they secretly, were banging, yeah, or they wanted. Well, to they bang. were a bunch of they, college they, students, the weren't they? Definitely it wanted was, to bang him though. I, I I was thinking Sergey and Ryan Bueller fucking. That's what I thought uh, right off the bat. I was like, they're fucking. Okay, yeah. the, it was also just like they kind of had that like I don't want to be mean, but like. You know, like the band nerd vibe yeah. where they're oh, all screwing yes. like the 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 stank yeah. vibe yeah. of just like mm-hmm. they definitely like all do it. He was a it. drum player. Would that be the the hot yeah, one? Yeah, sure. Yeah, the bass player. And well, yeah, I was thinking of like marching band, but same thing. A saxophone lead. All of the marching band kids slept together in high school. That I that what, I know. It was what weird. What were they going to do though? You know. No, I know. Bless their hearts. Yeah, I don't know. He still got laid. I know. Hey, you know, I certainly didn't. I was in Bible club. Oh, she clowned for Christ. God damn it! You tell everybody that. I'm I told him this well, morning I missed Chillicothe. I feel like everyone needs up. to know that you clowned for Christ. Why wouldn't people <sighs> on repeat want yeah. to know that? Well, which led you down to this path? What you're doing now? I mean, look, I was always true to myself. At one mm-hmm. point, deep down inside, I really was just a girl who wanted to tell people about Jesus and wear clown wear at the same time. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, nope, I never. To I, do I, that. Nothing I wrong I, with it per <laughs> se. I didn't. <laughs> but when you start really digging in. Yeah. A little weird. Yeah. Post 9-11 America was a weird place, guys. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, we're going to talk about these cases that had hevel, heavy involvement, we'll say, with uh, a psychic one way or another. Yeah, I took out some of the more vague ones. Um, but I guess before we get into that, um, not that we haven't already started some rhetoric, but at what point did you, I guess, know that you were psychic or that you had these abilities? Oh, yeah, that's a great what question. What does that feel like? Um, ever since I was little, honestly, I um, I always tell the story. I had really bad asthma as a kid, and I was in and out of the hospital back then because I'm old. I they put you in a plastic bubble, yeah, 
And so I stayed in that plastic bubble, and I remember talking and telling, um, what they, like I always say, whether you choose to call them your guides or angels or messengers, I had told them, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm so tired. Oh, and they were, I was like five, four or five. And uh, they said, nope, you've got things to do here. You're not going yet. And I heard that voice clear as day. And then from then on. Wow. Yeah. But my dad swears that I was doing readings for his friends when I was like three or four years old. That's crazy. Yeah. So your family is very like accepting of this and not like horrible to you about it like they're not weirded out my mom was a little bit more like uh more i'm gonna take away those scary movies if you don't stop you know sure stop saying all this shit but my dad was more like well what are you seeing and encouraging me to kind of act on it it's or... so interesting that it was your dad because mm-hmm. normally it's the mom right. like i know if my son like looks at me one day and is like there's an old man outside and there's nothing there first of all i'm gonna be thrilled but secondly right. i'll be the one <laughs> like totally in my husband would you're gonna be call like, me and carrie right yeah, I'm going to bring him on the show. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. no, he'll just yeah. come on the show. Uh, he'll just what be another chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set I think Jack that right would, in there. If, if that happens, I would strongly encourage you to encourage him to... Of course. Bring it out. Yeah. Because a lot of times what, what ends up happening is is parents shut the kids down and act like it's their overactive imagination mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. That's what happened to me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so then what do you do with your psychic abilities? I know you've given some of my friends. You've been on a bunch of their podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also know that uh, you've given them readings. Mm-hmm. And they're all big fans. But is that, I guess, kind of like what you do with your ability? Because I know you said you don't like to delve into I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind maybe the doing, macabre. Yeah, I wouldn't do. It, it, it's kind of, to me, it's kind of played out. And what I want to do is is help people overcome shit. Empower yeah. people. Take take away that fear. Like a life coach. Like a psychic life coach? But with more of like Brilliant. the oomph behind it. You know what I'm saying? Love kind it. of get you out of that, that slump and, and talk about what's going on, what's really going on with you. Not sugarcoating it or saying that we need to surround you. No, not shitting on love and light, but... None of that. Well, let me surround you with positive energy or let me let me give you these good vibes. I want to get down to the nitty gritty and kind of to your core. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm I so think excited. you did drive in um, <laughs> behind me into the into Adam's palatial mansion. And uh, before the driver <laughs> took your keys, uh, does your car do you have a, a dream catcher? Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's where we're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> It's one of my phobias. I don't know a why. A dream catcher? Yeah. I don't why, know why. why are you scared of dream catchers? She don't like she's, those or fanny packs. She's, a, she's like averse to it. Like specifically. She's brought this I didn't up a couple times. Until you say. threw in fanny packs, I thought maybe there was some sort <laughs> some of like magical reason. But now but I no, don't. It's a, it's a it's cliche not my for me because I'm Native American. I'm a Apache okay. Indian. So somebody gave oh. it to me as a gift and I put it on my thing. And well, I have but I don't Indian carry in my blood in my too. I don't carry that shit in my house. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, it's kind of bullshit. No, just kidding. It's so well, funny. I used to have Mardi Gras beads on my rearview mirror, so I guess I can't really be throwing <laughs> slinging mud over here. Kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Mardi Gras beads and dream catchers. Just I catching mean, a different listen, dream when you catch those they're, beads. They're both talismans. It's just for different journeys. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so let's let's uh, let's start going over these cases. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first one is about Penny Sarah. She was killed on July sixteenth, nineteen seventy three, in Connecticut. Uh, after investigators ran into some difficulty uh, finding her killer, the investigator on the case decided to call in the help of psychic Pascarella Downey. That's a name. Doesn't that what sound a like a name. pet name? Hi, I'm Pascarella. Excuse me. Oh, spell it. P A S. Spelled time. like it sounds, right. please. <laughs> yeah. What what does that even rhyme with? Cinderella. Sarsaparilla. Oh, Sarsaparilla. Shit, you got right to it. Thank you. So my question was, do psychics have pen names? What do you mean pen? Uh, no. Pseudonyms. My, I'm Chris Medina. Yeah. So, Carrie's know. just psychic. Psychic. Well, in parentheses. Psychic Chris Medina. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, psychic Chris. Mm -hmm. Oh, psychic Chris. Are you just suggesting that like this woman should probably have picked a pen name as a psychic? (laughs) Well, when I used to have a blog and I don't know, it was like on my separate time, my name was Sapphire Jones. My blog. That is my- shockingly appropriate. <laughs> so good. Yeah. That's like a good stripper name too. Oh, I was yeah. going to say that, but I didn't want to be mean. I was like, okay, what like were you a going sassy for? Black lady, yeah. right? I've <laughs> always wanted to do a lounge act, and I wanted to call myself Filthy Mercedes. <laughs> oh, God, I got to get a name. But now. with a PH. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> I like both of those names that's so like much. My, that's my alter ego, for real. I really want to do this. I think my blog's this. still uh, online under uh, Stories I Tell My Hairdresser. Sapphire Jones. Wow. Damn. So, Sapphire, let's get back to the yeah, story. Right. Uh, Danny predicted uh, that Sarah's murder was most likely caused by a mechanic that had the initial E on his name tag. Uh, the psychic also said that the killer wouldn't immediately be caught, but that blood would be his downfall. Uh, all of Downey's predictions proved to be correct when 26 years later, a man named Edward was oh. arrested for the murder of Sarah after DNA blood testing linked him to the crime. Turns out that Edward was, in fact, a mechanic when he took Sarah's life. Hmm. That would be kind of frustrating 26 years later. Yeah, that's the thing. They were like dead on, but also it took 26 years. But so it's, it's a like, family, yeah. don't you know? Like you can chill for a little bit. What? You know, like you don't have to keep calling. Like, is this case been solved yet? Like, you know, you have time to wait. That's true, I guess. That's just, that would be, I mean, I would imagine that like if you give a reading, do you ever have an anxiety, like anxiety about like, I don't know. I guess like I never thought frame? about it. Like. Are they if they don't if if you're if the person you're giving a reading to doesn't feel that sad like gratification in the next whatever that watermark of time needs to be, would you ever worry about something like that or you just kind of trust the process and let them be who they are and move on? Or I used to worry about it a lot until my guides were like, "Stop." And I know that sounds so stupid to say my guides. Whenever is that like your stupid. boss? Like you yeah. got like a well, panel I say bosses? they, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck is they?" And yeah. I'm like, "My guides, angels, messengers." I used to I I, I did a podcast one time and. I read three people live on air and these fuckers were like, um, no, I don't know what you're talking about. No, it seems yeah. off. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree. I was like, oh, fuck. This is live on air. I'm, right. I'm getting shot down here. I hung up the phone. I was pissed. After we were done with the interview, yeah. I was pissed. Five minutes later, well, my guy, during this time, my guys were like, relax, relax, relax. Uh, five, five minutes later after the show, I got those three emails. They were like, we didn't realize you were going to go that far in depth. And we didn't want, we, we know people that listen to the show. Oh. But you were like, oh. Mm-hmm. But well, what, that was shitty what, of them. It was. Yeah. That's tough on your credibility. And how do you, and what do you, what do you what tell What did they them? expect? Like, I mean, listen, even if you're, like, the most skeptic of skeptics, like, as a person putting a show together, you'd have to at least say to yourself, like, okay, right, we have this person on, I have to be open to this, or, the, first of all, the episode will suck. Yeah. Like, no one will like listening to somebody getting trashed. Like, no one's going to enjoy that. So, if you listen to all the podcasts now, what I do is I give the uh, the host a reading before the show starts. Sure, that Because I sense. tell them, it's going to get personal. Yeah. It's going to get serious. Um, I did a show at the Soho House one time, and uh, this guy was like, can you, can you call me on stage? And I was like, yeah, I'll call you on stage. I said, but is there anything that you want me to stay away You're from? You're establishing boundaries. That's smart. And he's like, no, tell me everything. So uh, I bring him Nobody really wants everything. <laughs> I brought yeah. him up on stage and I was like, okay, I'm going to give my quick little spiel, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I, I, I have to warn you ahead of time. And he was like, what? I said, do you want me to bring up your identity issues? Oh shit. And he was like, what do you mean? I said that you're, I said that you're gay. 
<laughs> and he was like, I'm done. I, I, you can't have people from work that are sitting here listening. There's no way. So, wow. But, but like, that's the big, like, what? Yeah. The do people just, yes. I don't even know how to finish my sentence. So, I'm well, so annoyed. Like, I don't. Annoyed. That's, mm. th- that's again, I, I'm not saying I'm the end all be all for psychics, but that's what sets me apart from everybody else is that I, I go directly in and I give you what you need to, what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. You're like the Tony Robbins of psychics. Yeah. 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 I get it now who mm-hmm. I, I love. Tony Robbins. And then yeah. with the medium side of it, it, that's different too, because not oh. all the time. Oh yeah. They come through. And if they come through, it's not like when they die, they, 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 you lead, you lead them into this beautiful white light and they change who they are. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. No, no. What would you say if just a rough guess, as far as psychics who are out providing services for money, what would you say is the percentage of those people that are just scamming people? I'd say about 90% of them, if not more. Wow. I used yeah. to do those psychic events, like, um, not shitting on the conscious life expo, but I've done those type of, of events. Of course. Yeah. And I had psychics coming up to me. I, sh- I swear to God, I shit you not, coming up to my table and saying, Chris, can you come over? I need your help with this. To read oh, wow. their clients. Were they reading palms or like reading cards? Reading tarot cards. Yeah, reading palms. all of it. Um, not shitting on crystals, but a lot of crystal energy, mm-hmm. a lot of Reiki bullshit. Um, some of these people, again, I have no problem. I love with you it. so much. You're yeah. like, a, you're like, <laughs> you're like my kind of psychic here because yeah. it's like, ta- like. tactical stuff like okay how can we actually and if you ever came to my table people were like it was completely bare except for a little card holder with my business cards in it and people were like well what are you gonna where's your where's all your stuff and i was like it's all right here right yeah i don't need the gimmicks gimmicks here yeah yeah i went to casadega the there's that community in florida which is it's like one of the biggest fascinated by uh, like town it's just everyone in town is like a psychic or medium Allegedly, and they why have. Why isn't that a show? I did a podcast about it once. No, but yeah. like we should pitch a TV show about it. Oh yeah, yeah hell yeah. I mean, what would it be like if everyone knew everybody's business? Yeah, I know some legit psychics, and I was thinking about that, put, putting a reality TV show together with these psychics that are kind of uh, going around and filming their everyday lives and what it's oh, like yeah. to be them. Yeah, yeah. Casadega, though the the first uh, psychic we tried to go to was hammered. She was so drunk. And was just like, was it like a drinking? Come, event? come back at one. No, Casadega is just a town where people live, but almost everyone has a sign on their door offering either psychic readings or like medium type stuff. And the That's woman funny. we finally went to, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and after she's no Angie. After it, she definitely is not. And after we got out, it was really obvious that the things she told me were just stuff that she had talked to my girlfriend about. Like, some of it was verbatim stuff yeah. my girlfriend had said to me before. Like, you know, it's okay if you drink. Just don't drink so much vodka. It's like, my that's my girlfriend talking. That's not yeah. you talking. And she went first. And Also, do you realize it's my girlfriend who's causing me to drink all this vodka? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they both sound like bitches. We hate them both. For, yeah. On your behalf. Yeah. Thank you so Just much. So you I know, appreciate we that. We love you, Adam. Okay, let's, 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 let's do this next little case here. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know. I'm just trying to transition just so there's another You're thing. doing great. I love you. When Sylvester Tonette went missing, both his family and police were stumped as to where he might be. So to further the investigation, they called in psychic Nancy Meyer, who, by the way, I've heard of before. In her bio, it says she's a psychic consultant. And that's kind of why I was asking you, are there different labels 
because a lot of the there's another one I think that likes to call herself a clairvoyant. To, like, a psychic consultant almost sounds redundant, though. It's almost like calling a receptionist a secretary. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Kind of like the same. It's, it's, it's just, just another fancier name for okay. shit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Like a landscape architect. In some cases, they're just gardeners. <laughs> <laughs> So when she joined the investigation, in most cases, Meyer told the family that Tonette was dead, but that his death had not come out of violence. Meyer explained that the 78 year old Tonette had gone out for a walk in the forest. Two issues with this. Uh, he's 78. <laughs> yeah, 78. Why would you like do anything? Look out. You got hips to worry require, about. Yeah. yeah. Any sort of exercise. Like yeah. You should be sitting at home watching Jeopardy and drinking mint juleps. Right. Possibly playing Pinochle. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, two Slender Man could be in there. In yeah. the forest. Whoa, you don't go great into the woods. second point about the forest. Slender Man. Yeah. And that's when he became confused and lost. The oh. man when he saw Slender Man? Maybe. While drinking mint juleps. <laughs> Maybe. In the forest at 78. We, yeah. we, weren't, we weren't there. We can't say it didn't happen. You know exactly. how you have child leashes? You need to have that on like 78-year-olds. Oh, hell like, yeah. You can't let them out of your sight. I'll get you one, Carrie. Because this is what happens. Yeah. Uh, the man continued to wander further and uh, away, uh, and then he got, they think, confused, lost. He either fell or he laid down to rest. I would take option two, even if I wasn't 78. <laughs> Meyer told police that Tonette was actually much further away from where they had been looking. She her senses to circle on a map where Tonette would be found and then his body was found just 150 yards away um, from where Meyer had her vision wow. and I said that sounds both frustrating yet a relaxing way to go yeah just like you lay down in the forest like that's like the most I would like that I'm just gonna take a forever nap well I mean yeah. <laughs> in the woods like I first of all I want to go in my sleep but to go in my sleep in nature without a bunch of people around sounds preferable I know. Doesn't it sound kind of magical? Like a Mariah Carey video? Try to eat you and shit while you're dead? Yeah, that's a part I don't want. No, you can can have me. I don't need this after that. I'm good. I'd prefer not to be picked Uh, apart. No. (laughs) Really? I'd like like a pretty corpse, please. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's the first thing that I think of when somebody's missing. I wonder if animals got to their body. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I I think it's just different because I've had so many operations and weird maybe i don't know because i the way uh, i see my body i'm just like and you imagine if they don't go well they're just gonna be like well bring in the animals (laughs) i would prefer to go to good on some level like i don't know fed back to the land no just me okay like i think about lacey peterson's body and we're gonna get to that later uh but like fish picking no water deaths are not the same thing as a forever nap in the forest Oh, really it's no 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 no, (laughs) please explain because that that's just traumatic for people who find it in another. Your skin slides off. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch autopsies on, on yes. HBO? Yes, oh, oh, I yeah. still watch it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. on it's really uh, HBO Go. You guys can watch it Is all it? the time. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> that Did is. I'm watching you on back unsolved mysteries right now. Uh, oh oh yeah, that's on Hulu now. I think. Yep. That's the best. All right, number three. Maria Scott was a prostitute. What? Finger me, Adam. Finger me. That's the Why thing are we do here because she's a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. Whose body was found seven <laughs> Shut up, Adam. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. Was we found, need more yes and from you today. Was found seven months after her disappearance. Four and a half years later, the lead investigator of the case, uh, Mr. Little, asked for psychic Debbie Malone's assistance in finding Scott's killer. Malone was able to lead police to the cabin that Scott was killed in, but that's not all. Mm. The psychic also found the murder weapon launched in a drain pipe. Malone also told police that she felt like the murderer had walked through her as she entered the cabin and explained that this was an actually an action that only ghosts are able to do. This was before Little told Malone that what? Scott's suspected murderer had committed suicide. I, I got a question. I got a, qu- I got a question. Did he <clears throat> commit suicide? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. I know he did. <laughs> well, no, my question is an action only ghosts can do? What do you think about that? Are there things that only ghosts... Do you see what I'm at? Like, it's a weird yeah, question. Versus, yeah, well, I can pick up um, whether somebody's hiding in my room that's actually a living person and a spirit. Hiding in your room? Yeah, How or, often or, or do like people hide in your room? Like, like, my kids love to scare the fuck out of me. Oh, your oh, kids. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real people. Uh, or Gina yeah. try to scare me. I was or, just okay. picturing a stranger yeah. jumping up yeah, like, so you should have known I was here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, your life is so Psychic exciting. Like, this is amazing. That's like the. Uh, did, did either of you watch the old Pink Panther movies where they used to hire somebody to jump out and fight him? That's just me. Right. <laughs> no, because it wasn't the same thing Peter as the cartoon. Sellers. No, yeah, it's yeah, not. I was like, yeah. so boring. Yeah, I, but yeah, anyway. I was way bummed as a kid uh-huh. when I saw the Pink Panther movie. <laughs> did anybody see Why Him, the movie with yeah. James Franco? Come on, and, of course. Okay, so. With Brian Cranston, James yeah. Franco. So, Come on, yeah. So he, he hired. Is that a new one? Uh, yep. He hired Jordan Peele to jump out. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So, same. That's what you do, I bet. <laughs> I wonder if being a psychic is like being um, a comedian where they're like, could she see that coming? Like, hey, tell me a joke, Caitlin. Oh, or oh yeah. So Anytime much, you, you know? get an Uber and they find out a you're a comic, yeah. it's tell uh, me a joke. Yeah. No, or what are the I winning won't. lottery numbers? I'm right. Like, I fucking knew you think I'd be sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry that get my gifts are here. meant to actually mm-hmm. help people. <laughs> and that's where people, where I tell people all the time, I can't, and it's not a cop out, I can't use it for personal gain. Do you have somebody that you see? I see an astrologer, my own personal. Astrologer. I am so into astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how we knew so much. Yeah. Astrology is like my favorite thing. People shit on it, but it's so accurate. It is accurate, yeah. especially if you get a real reading. My favorite part about getting a reading for me was when this woman told me that my chart on a ninety-five percent matched up with Meryl Streep's. Can you imagine oh, wow. the joy that I Wait, felt? She Meryl comes Streep in her and, panties and whenever. I it's like Pavlov's dog. Yeah. You say Meryl Streep and she. It's a good, it's a right good day. Yeah. It's a good day. It, I, it might, my Pluto is the same or something like that as Princess Diana's. <laughs> Avert your eyes towards him, Caitlin. No, I have no idea. I'm just trying to remember it and I didn't mm-hmm. want to. But anyway. I'll have to do your chart later. It was like the most exciting thing. Most, like, it was just really great news for me. Princess Diana and Meryl Streep. Hello. That is, <laughs> that that's is a good one-two punch. That is some white lady magic right there. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> now for something like, if you were to take on something like this where would where would a psychic even start like you're obviously miles and miles and miles away from where this dead body is or where this crime happened what would be the steps to even try to figure something like this out honestly for me i don't know how it works for them but honestly a picture for me will do enough yeah oh yeah oh wow okay people the the one thing that people like like about me when i give them the readings is i'll tell them send a picture of whoever else that whoever it is that you want me to read and yeah. I'll just start reading them blindly. Oh, wow. Just, do you have yeah. to touch it for, like, energy or mm-hmm. just look at it? Just look at it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I do – a lot of my readings are over the phone. So I'll have them email me a picture of themselves and anybody else that they want read. And I'll take a look at the picture before I get on the phone with them. Or sometimes if the, the energy is really harsh from that other side, whether – for the person I'm going to read, I'll start getting set up for that uh, ahead of time. Oh, wow. In a couple hours, my guides will tell me this is what you need to tell them or this is what I'm getting, blah, blah, blah. Is it, like, heart and soul guides? Like, do you know what they look like or mm-hmm. is it just voices? It's not. I don't hear anything. It's just thoughts that are imprinted in my head. But that's what. But it's it's like an an metaphorically audible rather yeah. than something like, you know, and person I, walks in and you're like, oh hey Hal, mm-hmm. you again. Like you carry. <laughs> <laughs> you've got more bad financial news for me. Yeah. That's just what Hal does. <laughs> it, it it's uh, visions. Um, like uh, I call them Polaroid snapshots of what's going on, and then um, telling me, uh, listening. It's like watching a movie almost. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Hmm. 
Oh, um, do you get any sort of vibes from the three of us? Like, we're good people, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like was, to, I'd like that to was read the, Adam afterward. <laughs> that was the, okay. Me? Yes, yes, yes. But I have yeah. to say. He's got some questions. I only had one. I have. I wanted to know if he could guess uh, Chet, Chet Wilde's uh, dick size. No, that that's not what he does. I'll show here. a picture. It doesn't. Yeah, show me a picture of Chet Wild. I'll tell you what his dick size is right I, now. Yeah. Do you have a picture at the ready? A, a picture of Chet's dick? No. Or I feel Chet. like that, I would know right away. I feel like body. yeah, that would be an unfair inter. advantage. Yeah. I just want to go on record by saying that as somebody who video, I'm going to show a picture been, of Chet after this that has now recorded hundreds of hours of talking with Carrie. We're good people, right? Is the most on-brand <laughs> question for Carrie asking a psychic ever. Just, I just, I'm a good person. And she's <laughs> squinting at me when she said that. She's like, "You better fucking." <laughs> yeah, that, that's people. scary. Yeah, uh-huh. right? That's the Leo in you. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, cusp of Leo. Cusp yeah. of Leo. She's a cusper. Okay. And it uh, seems like you're unsure on me because you're like, "Well, let me talk to that guy after, and then I'll yours, answer." Yours after is classic. more. His is more internal. His is more his thought process and things that go through his head. Oh man. Yeah. So that's he's, what I'd like to He's a lockbox over there. That would, that, uh, that would be dark. Lockbox with a heart of gold, though. That's yeah. what we love. Do you yes. feel like you're reserved at the beginning? So I, what do you I mean? you, like I definitely felt like you were reserved. I think you're cautious. I'm a lot more introverted than people give me credit for, even though I do this and host podcasts right. and things. He's able to, I think he's able to talk to people and then still while, while they're talking to him, he's, he's internalizing what they're saying at the same time. So he's present, but at the same time, he's he's envisioning or getting whether he wants to call it his own hits on that person and what's coming out of their mouth like almost like reading them does that make sense yeah yeah that seems pretty accurate i remember yikes i remember immediately <laughs> liking you immediately yeah you that, tracks. Immedi- that tracks that tracks pretty great immediately li- but no because i don't immediately like <laughs> you do really yeah. well with guys though caitlin you're definitely oh, like yeah. a guy's girl yeah i was so happy when i had and a son. i'm i'm I was like, oh, better God. with women i'm way more comfortable being friends with and i'm oh, women. yeah i'm a girl's that's, girl that's my dream com- like this is the good friendship combo with yeah. men for me always is like yeah. the ones that are like like are appreciative of women yeah it's like oh this will be good because i have a masculine energy so it always works really yeah, the flannels don't help. I know. Well, I'm a domestic <laughs> goddess. I love my flannel. I'm covering up my. <laughs> okay, sorry. I wear a lot of. Flannels. I had a joke with a friend. I always tell her, "God, you're, you you have such lesbian attire." Me, yeah, the, me. The I, do you know what else I love? If only she was the athlete. Loafers. Play softball. God, oh, I God. literally, I have like, I seriously would have been the best lesbian, but I just you're too really... pretty. Oh wait, that wasn't. I feel like a little bit added that out. <laughs> What? Wait, nothing. I didn't mean that. <laughs> you don't even play softball. <laughs> What's wrong with I you? I don't have my arms aren't toned enough to be a lesbian. That's how they are I not. feel. I, <laughs> they are not. Wow. Good. It's true. All my lesbian friends have these like amazing arms, and I'm like, why? Oh, fuck. Good for building and hacking shit. But they're yeah. also just good huggers. Okay, here we go. Oh wait, one last thing I just want to say is that what was the psychic's name here? Uh, uh, Debbie something. What Debbie was Malone. Debbie Malone. Yeah. I would bet two hundred and fifty dollars that Debbie Malone has huge acrylic fingernails. It's a huge acrylic fingernail name. That is for a sure. name that, and I and and I bet the fingernails. I'm just going out on a limb here, not using psychic ability, just the name though. I bet she has like weird nail polish all the time. And like teased hair. Te- I feel like she wears yeah, oh, yeah. sweater. Like yeah. yeah, Aquanet, like crispy, mm-hmm. yeah. like don't touch that but hair. Midwest, right? Are we thinking Midwest? 
Maybe, but she definitely smokes. I'm feeling Midwest. She's a smoker. Big some, girl. She's got an accent. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she's her. bigger. Yeah. yeah. It's something in this register. Yeah. Debbie Malone, you're going to find your... Oh, we're going to get to <laughs> another one who I know for sure smokes. Okay, do it. Okay, uh, but not this one. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> do it, Carrie. Do it. <laughs> Carrie, just do it. Just, just read it, Carrie. Hey, Carrie, these are good notes. Just do it. Just read them. Read the notes about Melanie. Look at her face. You guys are going to scare off our new friend, Second Chris. <laughs> no, we're just scaring off. I'm at his, home here. His, I love it. Do you? Yes. Okay, good. His, Read the story for Psychic Chris. <laughs> do you? I squinted at you again. <laughs> you better fucking say yes. Kara, <laughs> these are good notes. <laughs> just read them. Okay, go ahead. I got him off the net. I love it. I got him off the World Wide Web. After she'd been drinking, by the way. I did, That's yeah. What she told me. She said, I'm going oh, yeah. to pull up the notes after I've had a couple glasses of wine. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was in an island. What? Melanie Uribe was a nurse who was reported missing after she was absent from two days of work. And in parentheses, I wrote, not to sound bitter, but I once left my job at Enterprise, ran a car for lunch on a Monday, and didn't show back up until the following Monday, and no one searched for me. Wow. wow. What did you do there? Like, what was your job? Rental car Squinting agent? <laughs> <laughs> it was Enterprise Rental Car. Okay. Yeah, I rented cars, dude. It's, it's, yeah, it's in the title, bro. <laughs> she rented out cars. What do you I had just graduated college, and I remember I was like, this job sucks. And, yeah, seriously. Uh, so I went out to lunch, and I was like, I don't think I'm going back. Oh. So I just didn't show up for a week, and then I was like, Wait, I've got bills to pay. I think I have to go back. Do you remember during the NCAA tournament, they were running all of the, I think it was last year, they were running all of these commercials about student athletes and how most of us don't go on to uh, be professional athletes. And then it's like an Enterprise rent-a-car commercial, and they're all like, we work at Enterprise now. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They and I'm like, you should have quit in swimming sh- and studied more. Yeah. Sororities, Probably. fraternities. It's a lot of communication majors work. I yeah. ended up staying there for almost seven years. Mm. Anyway. She's loyal. Yeah, I like abusers. Yeah, you do. Okay, so moving on. Nobody, nobody, but people called for this person. Yes, yes. Uh, after two days. While different searches were carried out to find the missing girl, clairvoyant uh, Edda Smith decided that Uribe was not in an area where police were looking. Smith expressed that the victim was in a place like Lopez Valley and near her home. So instead of waiting for the police's assistance, Smith decided to do a little investigating and ended up finding the body of Uribe. Uribe? Uribe? Uribe. Okay. You're good. Right before the police made their way over to the scene of the crime, Smith was detained and questioned. I bet. But was later released. Can you imagine? No. After. Oh. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> give us Investigators more. caught the real killer. And I just said, <laughs> that's the defense that I'm going to use if I ever find myself in a similar situation. That is my greatest fear right there. Of right? course it uh-huh. is. Well, first of all, like, have you ever seen that movie, The Gift, with Kate Blanchett? No. Oh, God. It's one of my favorite movies about psychics ever. It, Sam Raimi directed it, actually. Um, it's pretty good. It's got Greg Kinnear, Katie Holmes, Kate uh, Kate Blanchett, Keanu Reeves. Gang's all here. Hilary Swank. The Gift? The Gift. You're going to okay. love it. Okay. Anyway, I just thought, like, how... I mean, you're born. You didn't ask to be here. And then you're given this gift where you see dead people. Like, you, you really, like, your thing is that you know where dead people are. Yeah. That sucks. Like that sucks. <laughs> that that, that does not. I don't want that one either. Because yeah. then it's like, either ghost Bruce Willis. Sorry, spoiler alert. Comes in to help you. You know, work out your inner ghost therapy problems, and then you start actually helping people, or you just feel crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you think people with this ability sometimes are treated for schizophrenia? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would mm-hmm. think so. Because yeah. they're not. They they haven't connected with themselves enough to 
or they they didn't have the support that, that they needed when they were coming up with mm-hmm. it and kind of told people you're hearing voices in your head and putting them on right. medication and shit. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm just yeah. curious about mm-hmm. that. Man, that would suck. Anyway, so sorry. Okay, we yeah. just have three left. All right. Kid. All right. Okay. Dut. We are moving through. Dut. Cut. Read about Andre. Fucking cut. Caitlin. Fucking cut is in the fucking house. <laughs> You're so gangster. You are such a rock star. Oh, look at her face. <laughs> There it is. There's the sorority (laughs) smile right there. Oh, that that one has gotten us through a lot of shit. That that smile got me fourth through seventh place somewhere in the range for Miss Chilla Coffee. (laughs) We gotta get her a a sash. Go on. Fourth through seventh. While we record all the time, it's your power sash. Uh, Andre Daigle disappeared (laughs) after a night of out drinking with his friends. (laughs) Why is the soundboard so fucking quiet? Just finger me. That didn't that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. We get fingered on this show? Finger me. Oh, oh wait, no, we missed. Okay. Oh, finger my... Caitlin. Yeah, here we go. Yay. Hey. I... We have a high five, it's like fingers. We have fingered. foam fingers if we need them. Yeah, as extensions. And they have uh, they light up. Oh, <laughs> and they light up. I'm not gonna demonstrate because I can never figure it out. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, Andre disappeared out of a night of partying. The young man had offered to drive a woman home and was not seen or heard from for the next four days, which is interesting, like, how they would know that. Yeah, I right? agree. Andre's sister started to get worried and decided to take a picture of her missing brother to psychic Rosemary Care. Mm. When looking at the photograph, Care said that she had a sharp pain in her head and explained that that's Ugh. the type of pain that Andre must have received. She also pointed out the area where Andre could be found and described one of the men who had been involved in the crime. Andre's brother decided to investigate the psychic's findings and made a trip over to the area where his brother might be found. When he began his investigation, he witnessed his brother's car driving past. Wow. How fucking crazy is that? Was anyone in it? No, sorry, just a ghost. Andre's ghost. That's a ghost car. Ghost rider. Ghost ride the whip. We haven't seen that car in 30 years. (laughs) It's a 2015 a Nissan. But 30 it's... years! <laughs> I said... Don't ask questions! I said 30 years. <laughs> We're not great at math here. Go on, Carrie! <laughs> Fuck math! <laughs> he decided to follow the car with the aid of the police. Eventually, the police and Andre's brother managed to corner the two men in Andre's car. It turns out the two men had violently killed Andre by hitting him with a hammer, hammer on top of his head. That's another ability that sounds like it sucks. You're just like a voodoo doll for dead people? Like that would I can sympathize pain. with that, yeah. Really? I've read people on the phone, um, again, this is all on the phone, not looking at them face-to-face and have gotten upset stomach to the point where I'm like gagging, literally doing the reading. And I'm like, do you have stomach issues? And they're like, yes, I'm all, it's not, she's all. So you take it on. Uh, so do you think you're extremely empathetic? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, or I, I knew I was like, but you're not pregnant. Is it, is it like Crohn's disease? And she was like, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. And then I read uh, a celebrity who didn't tell me they were pregnant when I went over to their house, and they were like, "Can I get you anything?" And I was like, "Water and crackers." I'm extremely not. And I looked at her. I was like, "You're pregnant." And then she's like, "Nobody knows." Yeah. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Man, that would have been so much less expensive than getting one of those pregnancy <laughs> tests. Like <laughs> I had to, for right? sure. Yeah. God, I would die to just like 
but I mean, if I wasn't expecting it, that would really upset me. So, uh, yeah, there we go. Michael Phillips. Yeah. Oh, my God. Michael Phillips is who killed Andre Daigle, right? Michael Phillips uh, killed Andre. Uh, He pleaded guilty to first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison. Uh, The highlight of the testimony came when Rosemary Kerr took the stand to tell how she helped solve the murder of Andre of River Ridge. With a jury of nine women and three men, don't know why that's important, listening in the courtroom, uh, Kara said she led Daigle's family to his missing truck near Slidell. Uh, The truck had belonged to the victim and had been driven away by the two men later charged with Daigle's death. Uh, Care of Cypress, California, which isn't super far from L.A., nope, uh, said that since then she has communicated several times with the spirit of Daigle, a 27-year-old house renovator. Uh, she said Daigle has told her that his family should forgive the people who beat and strangled him before dumping his body in a swamp near Manchac. I don't know where Manchac is. I think this is, it. yeah, in uh, Louisiana. Oh, okay. Has swamps. Oh. No, it was an over-the-phone reading, Oh, <laughs> I believe. That's how that works. Uh, Kara said that she relayed Daigle's spirit message to the uh, large Daigle family. Uh, some family members have not been exactly that forgiving. Kara, whose business yeah. card describes her as a clairvoyant, also has business cards. Uh, mm-hmm. Medium, psychomet- psychometrist? Yeah, psychometrist. What is that? Other fancy name for psycho, yeah. psychic, sounds psycho, like I, yeah, <laughs> psychometrist. It yeah. sounds like she can give you an eye exam with no equipment. Maybe. I used to work with a woman whose email signature said "artfully yours." Nope, same. That just annoys Hard me. Pass. The, no, it annoys I me in the that. same way. I sign my uh, my emails best. I'm changing it to "artfully yours." <laughs> <laughs> uh, or God bless, so people know for sure that you're going to steal from them. Or namaste. Well, yeah. <laughs> namaste. Oh, namaste, I bitches. <laughs> parentheses. Psychometrist and psychic investigator uh, said she had never been in New Orleans before arriving this week for the trial. Um, Elise McGinley of Fullerton, California, testified that after learning of her brother's disappearance in Jefferson Parish, she went to care on the night of June 13th upon the advice of a co-worker. Interesting. Uh, Kara said that she closed her eyes and placed a finger on the picture that McGinley furnished, introduced into evidence. It was a snapshot of Andre and his two brothers. I was moving across the picture for, uh, for vibrations. She said uh, she then could picture Daigle in his truck sitting beside a man with long blonde hair. She said she saw water, a long bridge with railroad tracks, and I felt terrible pain in my head. And a voice was saying, my head is killing me. Literally. She also closed her eyes and moved a finger on a map of the state. I felt a tingling and I stopped. Uh, that's because somebody said Meryl Streep and it was Caitlin and she got <gasps> coming. Her finger stopped near Slidell. I told Elise she should get someone to that area as quick as possible. Kara testified <laughs> that at the time uh, she actually knew that Daigle was dead, but I couldn't tell his sister then. I knew she would not have been prepared for the death. Oh, that would be weird she, oh, if, you knew, to be if you knew something like that and you just kind of thought this is probably not. Well, maybe that's where the psychometrist comes in where she's like, oh, she has psychic capabilities, I... but then like also a psychiatrist. I don't know. And has that clinical side to her? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but Charles... optometrist is like an optometrist. So it's like she could yeah, that's see weird. that she wasn't ready to get the news. <laughs> exactly. I was waiting for one of you guys to have that. That uh, back and forth maniacal laughter. You want me to try the soundboard do? again? See how it's Again. going. Nope, <laughs> nothing. I have no idea what's going on here. I love it, it must be my energy waves messing with your equipment. <laughs> it's got to be something oh, like that. Oh. It's crossed wires. My brother, <laughs> my brother does that, even though he thinks he's an atheist. He, he shuts down things all the time. I'm like, okay. It's he just doesn't believe in anything other than, you know, dirt what's in front of his face. Yeah. 
Charles Gervais was the other man found in Daigle's stolen truck when it stopped by Pearl River Police near Slidell. Uh, he pleaded guilty to first-degree murder, was sentenced to life in prison. At the time of his arrest, Gervais told authorities that he and Phillips killed Daigle as a test of nerves, which is bullshit. Uh, wow. But they also needed to kill to get a vehicle and money for guns. Okay, so that's definitely gilding the lily. Yeah. They needed money and guns, but really, yeah. Uh, that's depressing. You know what? People should stop murdering people. Why? I'm just going to go out on that oh. limb. Fair. And just say. I'm going to say fair. It's I, a I'd, stance I'm willing to take. I'd never considered it. Until less murder, it. less rape. Whoa. Anything Sounds else? I know, I know. I know. I would really. You don't have to co-sign it with me. Is that your platform? Yeah. I just don't want you to tell me how to live my life. Yeah. You know, yes. this is America. I mean. And if I want to rape and murder, uh, it's my constitutional right. She should be right. able to. You yeah. should. Yeah. I, I yeah. should. Uh, That's a good point. I'm sorry. But now I tried that we know him, that. we are not going to start with like a Chris Medina. No, we yeah. are not. Because his people will then invade my head, yeah. I think, is what will happen. You don't want any trouble, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I got my own people. <laughs> They're already yelling at me. Okay. Arthur Herbert was a pilot of a plane that mysterious. <laughs> I Adam, would do that. Adam was scrolling the notes up and down to fuck with Carrie. Read it while it's moving. Carrie, just read it. Just See how it. good you are, Carrie. Come on, Carrie. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you're a podcast host, huh? Okay, we'll read some notes. Anybody, I see what you're doing. Anybody get my job? Oh, thank you. I did get it. I can what, hear I'm the soundboard just. <laughs> like, ah! oh! <laughs> it works now. You figured it out. <laughs> I unblocked it for you. Holy Good shit, job. That was, yeah. that was nice. That was so loud. Oh, man. Somebody's somebody's dead relative is fucking with us. All right. Artie Herbert, the pilot of a plane. <laughs> I like that, that you gave him a nickname. <laughs> that mysteriously disappeared in 1984. After a long search for Herbert and his three passengers, which is my worst fear, is that I will disappear on a plane or anything plane related. So you're also specifically worried about disappearing? I anything feel like, plane related. I feel like you're okay. Because I feel like your phobia for planes is like this sprawling fear. Anything that could happen on a plane is then also... It's also that it will crash or that it will just tear into two. It's so specific mm. and huge, your fear of planes. <laughs> like you... That would bother me to die on a plane, to hear everybody else screaming. You know, yeah. like, what the fuck are you screaming for? We're all going to die <laughs> Yeah, I would I start would to try down. to organize the crowd. Uh -huh. See, I would still even try in, the, in my last few moments to be like, guys, let's just relax for a minute. I'd I... run to the back where the beverage uh, cart is. <laughs> I would start downing those airline bottles of alcohol. I'd find whoever was close to the bathroom, hit the Mile High Club. Like, I'm checking boxes <laughs> as I'm going down. That makes sense, yeah. I've got 30 seconds to suck someone's dick. Hurry up and get back here. <laughs> where are you going? Yeah. Get back in here. Um, as somebody who's flown with you before, I don't know how you'd be able to accomplish all of that. I would try. <laughs> because you uh, prepare yourself in a whole warrior way before you get on a plane. That Oh, she has a ritual? Something um, like that. Something like that. I bet yeah. it involves Xanax. It sure does. Oh, it sure yeah. does. To the point where I had to remind her of the whole flight <laughs> when we landed last time. We were talking about it after, and I was like, she was like, oh, the guy across the aisle from you. And I was like, oh, I bet he looked like, and she goes, you were there. Like, I do not remember what he looked like. There was a guy very clearly afraid of flying, and Carrie, every like hour or so, would turn around and whisper to me, You're good, we're going to die. <laughs> Die. And the guy would just stare at Carrie, and I'm like, he's like, cl he's yeah, clearly like ex-military PTSD, like racked with fear. And Carrie was Ugh. just like, "Oops, this is how it ends. It's fine, whatever." Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well placed. Now I'm just playing with it to make sure it still works. Go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good job. Uh, however, uh, 
the arty sister Jessica Herbert wasn't quite ready to give up the idea of finding her brother, Herbert got in touch with psychic detective Noreen Rainier for her, uh, from her ex-husband. And I believe she's a smoker. Although she was also smoking hot when she was younger, if you look at the pictures. Noreen Rainier? Mm-hmm. Mm. The psychic was able to give the exact coordinates of the crash site and was even able to describe Arthur's final moments to his sister. So then I went down a rabbit hole. Because she is one of the ones who I think... Uh, have you guys heard of her? No. I've never heard of her. I have not. Really? No. I've seen her on shows before, okay. and I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, she's but a, I like, knew her a name. celebra psychic. Yeah, but I mean, from a while back. Okay, okay, go ahead. Like, probably some old forensic files I've seen her on. So I went down a rabbit hole. I uh, found both positive and negative recaps. Positive, she appeared on Good Morning America and Fox's On the Record with Greta Van Susteren in conjunction Greta with Van her work Susteren. on the Lace <laughs> Peterson case. In 1981, when psychic investigator uh, Noreen first lectured at the FBI Academy in Quantico, Virginia, her work with police uh, detectives was considered controversial. Now she is a well-known psychic detective who has worked on over 600 unsolved cases with city, county, and state law enforcement agencies, blah, 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 states, for, uh, foreign countries, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that was foreign so, countries or whatever. So that was Welcome your, to America. So that was your positive. What was the negative? <laughs> uh, so there was a book that she wrote where it says she deceives both readers and her clients. Uh as a true crime mystery promoter, uh, she is not what she appears to be. Her books, videos, and newsletters are scripted by ghost writers. Her lack of <laughs> literally. Well, yeah, they're scripted <laughs> by ghost writers. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Who else would script them? <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I... <laughs> that was so funny, Karen. Oh, <laughs> I need a moment. Okay, go ahead. Okay, we're good. All right, we're good. Are we okay? Sorry, no, go I'm on. Fine. I'm her lack of credibility is cited by judges, police, and eyewitnesses. As a TV spirit medium claiming contact with the dead, Noreen mentions hundreds of cases where I was hired by the police in quotes, yet in uh, federal court, she admitted to zero income from uh, police. Ooh. Uh, That's not good. Hirings. Mm-hmm. Hirings. I by wish 2018. You guys, I wish you guys oh. could see Chris mean mugging that information. Like, I hate that. makes me so mad. It's cringy. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ugh. Yeah, because it's like, you guys have enough to, to overcome. Mm-hmm. Why, like, you guys. Why would you put you yourself... Psychic lives matter. Let's get shirts made. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Hashtag psychic I lives matter. agree, though. And it's like, because, you know... All right, here we go. Oh, that was the first time we've ever involved a psychic, and I felt the yeah, energy, I felt a the actual energy thing. too. Wow, that was nice. You're so happy to have your soundboard back. <laughs> Just happy it's working again. <laughs> Me too. Uh, By 2018, over 485 of, of her hired by police cases were cited as bogus. Jeez. Bogus. Um, while calling herself <laughs> a police psychic, uh, court documents show that Noreen gets a her highest income psychic. from missing person families and oh, nothing from no. police agencies. Uh, right? See, that sounds shitty. Yeah. Uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of her clients believe she worked for police and constables. Three U.S. federal court assem- uh, assessments on her credibility are below. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Many true crime book club readers uh, say she's a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> strong as any stro- good strong that she's a good been scamming missing missing person family since 1981 okay so here's my thing with this though like i i will freely admit you know having lost my mom and things like that i i definitely started to gravitate towards psychics after my mom passed away because right. there was a part of me that just you know felt like i wanted that connection even though after she passed i had confirmation you, you just it just never like feels like enough so 
there's a part of me that hears that she was paid by you know families of missing persons it's like well that's okay because she claims to be able to help these people i mean and at a certain point everyone you talk to is desperate for some kind of information so what do you think about all of this you know because i feel like that's almost marginalizing mm-hmm. and making fun of the people that are seeking this help in the first place mm-hmm. I'm honest with people. If it, when people ask, um, "Oh, can you tap into my mom or my right. grandpa?" I won't lie to them. Mm-hmm. I, if I don't pick up their energy, I'll, I'll say I'm not picking up anything. And that's again, that's what sets me apart. Is I don't try to um, go in there and say, "Paging so and so, can you come through now?" But none of that. Right. If they're there, they're there. If they're not, they're not. I'm not going to lie to them. What would be a reason that they would not be there? They completely passed on. I've had. I've had. Um, Interesting. A, so yeah. can you? Can you unpack that a little bit? What that means? They're, I said they're it. just they're they're happy to be gone. I've had uh, ah. yeah, where where like um, this woman's father had passed away, and she was like, um, "Do you feel him, or do you?" And I was like, "I said what I feel is that he's just happy to be not in pain." And I said, she thought, "Are you talking to him?" I said, "No, that's just the memory that I have is he's happy not to be in pain anymore, and he's gone. There's nothing to worry about anymore." Yeah. And then I've had readings where um. This one woman in particular came to visit me at my house, and uh, she wanted to get in touch with her dad. She she wanted to find out family issues. Sure. And this guy came in, and he was cussing. He's like, God damn it. I would never talk to a faggot like you. But since <gasps> she's bitching Jeez. and complaining, blah, blah. And I was like, and I and she's looking at me, and I, she goes, what are you getting? I said, I have to ask you a personal question. I said, was your dad racist before he passed? She's like, yeah, he was. I said, was he in the military? He's here. I said, he's here and he's telling me to tell you to mind your own fucking business. You guys went through this before. Stop bugging about it. Yeah. Wow. That's my dad. Mm -hmm. I could see why he's not fully passed over. Yeah. Yeah. He's haunting somewhere right now, probably. I I had a psychic tell me at one point that I died and I stayed stayed here for a while before I passed over in a past life. Somebody told me I literally haunted something. I mean, it's a weird thing for somebody to tell you, isn't it? I was like, okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it sounds like me. Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> Do you believe, Chris, that we get reincarnated? Yep. That we come back? That we come back. Uh-huh. Okay. And do we, are we supposed to remember anything from past lives? Um, I don't know whether the, see, there, there's where the imbalance is for me. I've read people that have had um, one case in particular. I met this kid about a couple years ago at a Comic-Con. I did the event there. And he had came to me for a reading. Um, he wasn't sure. And I said, well, just give me five bucks and I'll give you five minutes. You don't like it. Give me your money back. No yeah. harm, no foul. Wow. He sat down and, and immediately my guides were like, touch him. And I was like, oh, he's young. I don't want to. So finger I him. Exactly. I hope they start saying that. So, finger uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> finger him. Gary's hoping, hoping to influence your guides. Right. I counted him over and did this. Yeah. Yeah. And touched, his, and touched his leg. Oh, wow. And then I immediately, the first thing that came up was redemption. That word just came up. And I was like, you've got a lot of past life energy. I said, you're the first person that I'm reading that I'm picking up from the past. I said, it's very important that you do, you do not get involved in drugs this time around. You can't. I said, I feel like you. Whoa. I said, I'm getting images of this woman that you left behind. I said, she, it was like a mobile home type thing. I see her watering plants, looking out the window, waiting for you to come home. I see you standing across the street, looking at her, feeling bad because you know that you did her wrong, but you can't kick the habit. Damn. And wow. He, and I said, I go, and, and I told him, I said, you came back different this time. I said, I said, I feel like you brought gifts from the past back. I said, so you must be musically inclined. I said, you, do you play the guitar? And he goes, yeah. And I said, do you sing? And he said, yeah. I said, but there's something off about your your ear. There's I go, were you born was was were you born with a deformity? And he was like, yeah, I was born without an ear. I have a prosthetic ear. I said, in your body. I said, you, I go, you're not comfortable with your body. He says, I hate it. He Aww. said, no matter how many times yeah. I try to work out, it's still start feminine. 
And I was like, I go, they brought you back different so that way you wouldn't repeat mistakes again. I said, so do not get involved in drugs. I hope that's not what happened with me. <laughs> wow. To yeah, make a long wow. story short. Do you think then that if you have a penchant towards something like addiction, that that does roll over? It does. Uh-huh. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I believe it rolls over. Do you know who yeah. William Cooper is? Um, Conspiracy theorist, Behold a Pale Horse. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. That fucker came to visit me back in 2007, <gasps> 2008. Did not know who he was for four years. Haunted me for like two months. Oh, no knew, wonder you're on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Knew, never knew anything Did about this sex? man. Did so I'm jealous. Sex? No, he wouldn't let me know. <laughs> um, he came to me. I knew nothing about conspiracy theorists, nothing about aliens, nothing about the government. He showed me all this stuff. Did he say the Freemasons killed him? He because that's how that book opens. He says, "If I die in a few years, the Freemasons yeah. killed me." He was yeah. And then um, I don't know if I should be giving this way, but I read somebody that was close to him. After the fact, they wanted to test me to yeah. see what it was. And I was like, you had a th- th- this person that, that you're speaking about. I said, I, 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 I was like, I'm getting pain in the back of my And I was like, is this William Cooper you're talking about? And she was like, yeah. Oh, my wow. God. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. He was uh, very. He, he brought, How cool is this, Adam? The, I, you don't understand. Yeah, We're like this. lighting up right now because this is like. <laughs> he brought, how, for show and tell. <laughs> Carrie oh. Martin. She always gets the good gets. That's... Yeah, he showed me. So I don't know if you guys believe in aliens or how you guys feel about that. I oh, do. Like I space. do. Oh, no, of course I do. He. So when I talked when I talked earlier about being able to feel the energy between a spirit, a, a real person, and then this alien thing came in. I swear to God, I shit you not. I woke up out of my sleep. I felt something in the room, but this felt like the only way I can describe it is it felt intelligent. I was like, there's something in here that's Ooh. psychic. It's reading my mind. And, and it knows that I'm awake. And it knows that I'm psychic. Where are you? And I woke up and I was I kind of sat up. I didn't get out of the bed. And I was looking in between. I had my, because my kids uh, had an apartment and my kids were down the hall from me. So I leave the door open for them. And uh, I was like, there's something, there's something standing in between the door and the, the hallway there. What is it? And it was darker than a shadow. Mm-hmm. And it was, I remember looking at it, it was really tall. And I said, what are you? And it was I felt it hearing, reading my mind in, in, in it kind of wondering how I'm doing what I'm doing. And then I look and I looked and I went, what are you? And I leaned my head like this to see what it was. And instead of it leaning its head, the way that we, we lean our heads, its whole body tilted. Ah! <laughs> and I was like, holy. And it was tall, as tall as a ceiling. Slenderman. That's Slenderman. what I was thinking. Yeah. And it was wearing, it was wearing some sort of, I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell what color it was, but it was wearing like a jacket or a coat. And I saw its um, limbs, and they were skinny like a broom handle skinny. Wow. And my guide said, it wants to leave. You need to look away. And I was like, no, what? what is it? And that I could feel that thing getting tense and nervous, and it was wondering whether I was going to get out of the bed or not. And my guide said, you need to look away. And that thing... Told that that thing I knew that thing had heard what my guides were telling me and so it told that thing told me look down at my leg and I swear to god this was not a dream I looked down at my leg and it tricked me into thinking that my leg was as skinny as its arm and I, ju- I was like Yeesh. holy fuck and I and, I, and my guides were like no no it's, it's it's a trick it's a trick it's just an illusion it, it's gone and when I looked it was gone that's pretty scary right mm-hmm. boo pretty scary boo oh my god I'm so happy you're here you have no idea how ex- well maybe you do I don't know <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> So when people say like like have you seen a lot? Of, I've seen more things than I care to than I care to have seen. Do you believe Yeesh. in demons? I, yes, mm-hmm. I've seen hell. I have so much I want to talk to you about, but I I don't know how much I want to. I, anyway, I'm this is so interesting to me because so, I dream about demons. I have like real free like real crazy 
I witnessed like, an exorcism in my dream and I woke up because it was Me too. Hot. I've had I've had dreams about exorcisms. I've talked to, about my weird dreams on this show before. So yeah. I couldn't go to the... work because it was burning. My whole my whole oh my right here was hot. Wow. Yeah, it, it felt like I got burned or something. So I didn't go to work for two days. Yeah. 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 One of the uh, I talk about this show from time to time. There was a show called I Survived Beyond and Back. And yeah. It was people who died just, like, like in surgery or something <laughs> like that. And they talk about what they see while they were dead and there's so many people who are like yeah i went to hell it was uh, hell's real yeah there's the description like there's one guy who was like we were just driving down a road and everything turned black and white and i just had this creeping sense that i was going to hell and it's such an intense show to hear people describe those things do they talk then like were these bad people there, like there's so, I mean, you get the sense that it's not like there was one guy. The sense I got more was like he died in a moment that was unexpected. And it was more like they snatched him because they were there. And because in like in that story, he gets like this hand just comes through a wall and pulls him out. And it's like, it's not your time. And that's how he gets that's, saved. Because that's what happened to me when I was a little girl. Like a like a whole it's wake up like yeah not your time you know we some someone was coming to get me and then it was just this like yeah. no 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 you're not going yet. even even the ones where people don't go to hell like there was one where a woman was like I was just in this building and there was a room and I could see all my family members in this room and someone just said it's not your time and shut the door on me and I woke up so it's it's that that show. Like, if you don't believe in hell, watch that show. You'll at least believe things are going to get terrifying after you die. I remember thinking after I woke up, I was like, God, the exorcist, because the exorcist to this day is probably the best scary movie I've ever seen in my life. It's just like, it's like pretty it's, good. It's, yeah. it is the, no, it's, it is the best horror movie ever made. And this, in my opinion, this kid in my dream was cussing and I cuss. I talk a lot of shit. Like if I have a really nasty mouth, this kid was <laughs> screaming at priests. Uh, I don't know what, what you call the guy that wears the big, uh, the priest that wears the big, the Cardinal. I don't, yeah. yeah. The Pope. They were all Bishop, there. Something like that. And he was, he was like, fuck you. And like screaming. And I was like, Oh my God, it, it was horrible. Like wow. that movie has nothing on what I saw. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm uh. so excited. I don't even know what to do right now. So when you were talking about your plane incident, I had asked my guys, I was like, God, I'm getting all these questions about like uh reincarnation. What what is it? So I dreamt that um I was on a plane, but I wasn't on it. I was witnessing what was going on. I was floating up and paying attention to what was going on. It was like uh, during the weekday, these uh business people were getting ready to take a flight the plane went up i saw this guy recline in his chair getting ready to relax and then the pi- the plane starts shaking really bad and the pilot comes on and he's like Carrie's we're never going to recover from like this it. conversation yeah, the, the pilot like was it. like we're going down and i was like fuck and i remember looking uh i was like looking where the pilots were looking out the window and i could see the ground getting closer and closer and then it smashed in and this big white light came and then all of a sudden i'm walking down this hallway and i'm looking down the hallway and i'm like everything seems tall in here like the doors were really high up and the doorknobs were high up here. And I remember hearing a blow dryer to the left of me down that long hallway. And I was like, oh, there's somebody down there. So I started walking and I remember pushing the door open and this uh, blonde haired girl was blow drying her hair. And she woke up and she she like looked up. She goes, oh, you're awake now. And the way that she looked at me was like a little kid. I said, oh, my God, I died and came back as a little kid. Woke up. Wow. So what do you think that <clears throat> means? That when you that that there that there is that there that is happens. life after it death. It is it yeah. is a thing that there's a. But it's weird that you remember, like what happened before. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like you remember being on the plane and then you died and then you came back as a kid. Do you think your guides were just trying to show you the process, basically? The pro- yeah. like, I've also had, well, th- that's another thing, too. I've had dreams where, again, I know it's going to sound weird and I don't want to creep you out. Stop questioning yourself. I know. I am <laughs> loving this. Just Because people, be I don't know how stop. people are going to take just it. Just don't. Just go. Okay. Just go. Yeah. I had dreams that I was pregnant as a woman. And I remember walking in a restaurant and I was like, oh, my God, I, I can feel it. Like the baby in there, like the, yeah. like being bloated and kind of feeling like uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting ready to have this kid. And this guy walked by and he said, hey, you. And I was like, hey. And he goes, uh, let's let's meet next week because I'll schedule your your delivery. And I remember thinking, how am I going to deliver this kid? You know, am I going to shoot it out of my ass yeah, or whatever? Yeah. And he goes, he goes, for your C-section. I was like, oh yeah, C-section. And I looked in the mirror in the in the at the restaurant and I saw my reflection. And I was a woman with long black hair. Um, thin. Uh, again, I'm not trying to psych myself out here, but maybe in the industry type of type of person. Sure. Okay. I went to my astrologer and I was like, I keep having this dream about this woman, and I said, and and I, I it, she seems to be Mediterranean or like Italian or something like that, a different ethnicity. I said we went to some island and they were taking care of me. They kept bringing me platters of food. They knew that I was pregnant and they were trying to help me out and trying to accommodate me. And I go, is there any way to pinpoint when my last life was? And she goes, uh, she goes, yeah, let me take a look at your chart and I'll get back to you. She called me like a half an hour later. She's like, oh, my God, are you sitting down? I was like, what is it? She goes, according to your chart, the last the last time you lived was November 18th, 1975. And I said, that's wrong. And she goes, why? I said, because my mother would have been pregnant with me during that time. There's no way. And she goes, maybe you were a walk-in. And so she goes, call your mom and ask her if there was anything different about her pregnancy with you. And so I called her up and I was like, hey, I need to ask you a serious question. Was there anything, did you have any complications with me while you were pregnant? And she goes, she goes, yeah. She goes, um, I got really, really sick. She thought I wasn't, I didn't eat for almost three weeks. Your grandmother made me go to the hospital. I went to the emergency room. They said that if I would have waited a couple hours later that we both would have been dead. Wow. So the astrologer was like, you probably died. The, the baby in there died. You walked right in. That's so interesting. That, I yikes. do wonder if psychic, psychic abilities come from near-death experiences like if you just have that where i don't know i I, i've always i know you've had near-death experiences but do you think like you have some of those abilities like sense things or see things if you don't mind me speaking for you i would love this i think that you do no this is making me the most Um, happy right now i think she's all frosting already (laughs) i'm done no no no, i because i'm because i'm I'm really genuinely trying to explore this side of myself for the first time like and and, because i just had a baby and it changed things (laughs) I think that with you, with with the things that have happened to you, that you tend to shut it out because of the, uh, and this is going to sound weird, but like the material world, we, you're, you're trying to make sense. Like when you tell me, don't try to hold back, don't don't do that, or just say what it is. I think that you hold yourself back, and I think that you get inside your own head and trip over your own your own feet while you're in there. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, no. Trying to make uh, sense of everything when you should just. Well, so it. like, what do you like? It's just so interesting because this has been. It's an interesting week for you to say this to me. I'll just mm-hmm. say it that way. But so is it just something that I can fix? Is it something that I can... Because I actually just recently, since we're having this conversation, had a very predatory experience with a psychic uh, like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it was a really scary experience, actually. I was about to go back to work and I had a Sunday to myself. And I was like... You know, this was literally like the first Sunday I'd had since I had the baby where I wasn't healing or because I had a really crazy childbirth. I lost two liters of blood and almost died and all this other crazy shit that mm-hmm. happened to me because nothing is easy for Caitlin. Bing. And I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going <laughs> to. I love you, Adam. I love you, too, Caitlin. Go oh on. God, thank you. 
anyway, long story short, I had seen this this vision in my head over and over again for the last month of this specific psychic that was near my house, which it was I had never had like that happen to me before. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go get a reading and see what happens. Well, the second I got to the door, I felt this pit in my stomach, but there was this other part of me that was like, just go through this experience. Like you need, you need to experience this. It won't be good though. Mm. <laughs> I was like, okay. So this lady came out and I was like, okay, this is definitely, she's, this is a gypsy. <laughs> there's, there's, this is a different kind of, this is a whole other thing. So she gave me this very, uh, passionate reading. Um, part of it was because ultimately at the end of it, she's like, and then give me $300 and I'll clear all of this shit for you. And I'm going to burn I, the nine foot candle for you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The weird thing is though, everything she said has actually started to happen, which is, I mean, I believe I could sense her reading me, but at the same time I was feeling very like scared, which is a bad, like you don't scare me. Like <laughs> you, I'm very excited to meet you. And ultimately I realized like, why did I put myself through this? And so I've been processing and it's like, you get in your own way, which is like a dream that I had recently. And when you just said that to me, I'm like, yeah, well, of course a psychic now is telling me because <laughs> hey, that's what the last two weeks were about. <laughs> and I think with you in order for that, that had to happen. So you could see the, I'm not shitting on her. I don't know this person, but to see where you make sense of what's, what's going on in your head and with your visions and hearing what she says and kind of walking away with your own interpretation of it. Does that make sense? That's literally what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> See, when I do my readings, the very first thing I tell people, I give them my little spiel and I'll say, depending if it's a half an hour reading or an hour long reading, if it's a half an hour reading, I'll say, I'm going to spend the first 10 to 15 minutes going in and giving you what my guides are giving me directly for you. Then I'll open the reading up to any questions that you have in regards to what I said, or if you want to know about shit that we didn't touch on, we can do it at that time. That's the best kind. And they're like, they're like, okay. And I ask, I said, but when I do hit stuff, just confirm. Yes. Do not give me any additional right. details. None of that stuff. And then, uh, and I'll tell them But during the reading, if you feel like it's bullshit, jump in and call bullshit. Do you have people that cry? I think All I the time. Oh, come yeah. on. All I the mean, time. yeah, I'm All sure. Can you give us a little nugget about Adam? Yeah. Because we're kind of done with our content here, so we want to <laughs> yeah, hear... Yeah, so I, you said you wanted to say something to Adam, so I want to hear what this is. I think... May I? <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, I think that it would be good for you to venture out of your own mind a little bit and kind of go and do some of the stuff that you've been wanting to do for the longest time. Go and experience that. That's what your job is here, is to experience and to document. Yeah. So I kind of feel like what's going to end up happening with you, I'm going to say within the next... I know it's kind of a long thing, but I think I feel like that's what it's going to take for you to get some to get, to get this going here. I feel like you're going to go in a different direction. I feel like you're going to be more on the I don't I, I don't know what you plan on doing now, but I feel like you're going to be more into reality television or more more into television. Wow, is that what you want to do? It's a it's a thing I've been. I mean, we've all talked about it. You got it. There, there's some things that need to follow in. I don't know how freely you want me to speak or if you want me to. Oh, go for it. I can. Um, just... Yeah, I that's think... I mean, this is like the goal of what we wanted this show to ultimately be. We yeah. want alien people. We want all sorts of people on here. So, yeah, I think that you need to. Uh, I'm not think, I, I'm not saying that you don't speak up. But when 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 it comes to doing this, because this is your path, this is what you're going to be doing. It, it's important that you speak up and you and you put yourself out there right. instead of kind of holding back. But I feel like, again, you're, you're going to there's going to be an itch to want to do more want to want to experience more into documents you're going to meet be meeting a lot of interesting people along the way here that are going to kind of point signs to that now now it's time to start going in a different path here because i see i see writing credits behind your name oh wow so yeah i, I mean, don't know i don't know what, what, what do you do for for a living uh, well i mean i st i 
am a writer and comic and podcast host. Like this is this is what I do. Uh-huh. Like I I but run this more of network. A spiritual, yeah. I'm not saying that you're going to become like the spiritual hokey type of person, but you're you you need to witness and see and and venture out and, and make some of your imagination because some of the things that you envision are going to are going to start to come true. Yeah. Like well, that be, that's happened. Yeah. I don't know if you believe in third eyes. I'm, I know I'm, I'm second guessing myself. No, yeah, I'm it, all over all that shit. Yeah. But you're it. It's getting ready to wake up. There's going to be a different. There's going to be a second wind coming in for you. Um, a more a more drive to 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 get to to get to where you need to be. But I feel like right now you're kind of marinating and you're in your stewing right now. Yeah, I would agree but with that. Stop being afraid because, or not, I don't know if it's afraid or intimidated by other people when I that that are that are either above you or that are in the same field as you. Yeah, because again, your path is completely different. I feel like uh, with you, I, I feel like it, it's a little bit and stop me feel, if it feels off, um, a little bit of uh, laziness and a little bit of not really uh, give me more, give me more to let me know this is where I should where I should be going or if this is just in my head. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know if it's so much laziness as sometimes I just get overwhelmed. And daunting. It could be. It yeah, could be there's there's things I know I could be doing, mm-hmm. and just the idea of taking it all on in addition to everything I'm doing now, I'm just like, or I could just not do that and just keep doing what I'm doing right now. I can relate to that. And that's so I kind of right feel like I am doing right now. Just I've kind of been doing this for. I was almost like sort stagnant? of stagnant. Well, I was uh, sort of almost forced into starting a podcast network. Like I was just <laughs> going to do some extra podcasts for money. Then I got fired and had to start like a full on network. And for the past you know year and a half, that's been my focus and I haven't been able to do much right. else. So many people are, uh, I don't know how far you want me to go, but so many people are going to get their start off of your shit. So again, I would start moving my that's ass. That's right, start Adam. Paying, right. Or start paying. Coattails, or, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but I, pay more I think... attention to what, to what it is that you're feeling and going. So when you asked, what can I do? Every, everyone asked me, how can I get more in touch with myself or what can I do to become more spiritual? You got to listen to yourself, even the bullshit. Yeah. I always tackle the bullshit first. Mm-hmm. I tackle all my fears, everything that's holding me back. I tackle that first and then the, and then I go with the easier stuff because yeah. I know I can get in my way. Like right now, people are like, well, what are you doing? I'm, I'm like, I'm going to start my, my new podcast. I'm going to do this. And they're like, well, what about more mainstream? I would love to go more mainstream, but I don't want to be like this person that we're looking at right now yeah. on the screen. Yeah. And, yeah. and go after celebrities and kind of kiss their ass to get to where I need to be. Right. Yeah. That's not me. It's also just, <clears throat> it's been done. It's been, yeah. So yeah. you need to figure out what your brand in this is, not your psychiatrist, optometrist, or whatever, but like <laughs> let the work Psych- speak for itself. Exactly. That's psychometrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psychometrist is I know was I that was that the word I think I think it was something I think like it was that. maybe I'm a psychometrist you don't want an official title that has like calm in the middle like I'm does with that just you yeah because then then you just look comedy. like yeah well yeah. you don't want to go there no no well I I, I want to back up what he said not because I'm necessarily a psychic but because I see that in you for sure and I and I Thanks. think that the people that you've gathered together are all incredibly special and, and he I, carries himself a certain way i agree that that you are that people would already think that you're i'm not shitting on you but they would already think that you're established already you have a certain you have a Agreed. certain way that you carry yourself so i would stick oh, with that you can figure me for that i think so you're a pisces <laughs> you don't you want said? to yeah it's good pisces is the in the I'm probably gonna get shitted on if it's but pisces is the martyr of the zodiac i always say that i always tell people mm. get off the cross we need the wood stop bitching Go, yeah. Off go. the cross, we need the wood. Yeah. Ah, I love that. 
stop bitching and just go after what it is that you want because again Pisces gets in their own way they always got this yeah. whole what if what if this doesn't work what if it does work out what if what you're envisioning comes true yeah for a lot of I think for me sometimes it's more what if it does work out and that's <laughs> the kind of thing like I almost worry about that more mm-hmm. like but we're I, here for that. that we're mm-hmm. here to help you yeah you 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 gathered a bunch of people around that are there for the you know many yeah, hands make a light load I get a lot of help and I appreciate it. But we love See, that's you. all the some people tell me about, you know, they're getting all this help and you're already getting your signs. You're you're not you're not paying attention to what they're telling you. I'm not saying that you're not, but you're getting all right. the, all these guests, all these things that are positive things that are kind of uh, lighting the way up where you need to go. Like when they first did this to me, my my I was originally in the in the healthcare industry for tw- almost 20 years. And they had told me this is going to come to an end in 2008 when William Cooper came to visit me. Yeah. They said things are going to start to change for you. I had dreams where they were like, you're going to be as high as this. You're going to have insight. Uh, William Cooper was like, people are going to ask fucking questions. You have to know. He would scream at me. You have to know this. You have to be able to speak on it and blah, 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 this or whatever. I'm like, okay, okay. And then when the time came, I was scared. I was yeah. like, what am I going to do? I have like a car note. I got two mouths to feed. I got a house note. There's no fucking way I'm going to be able to do this. And right. then um, Jay was like, I, I told Jay, I said, it's time. We need to quit. Go cut, cut ourselves a paycheck. Quit. And then we need to move forward. And he was like, well, what do we do? And I was like, book anything that wants a psychic. Yeah. Comic-Con was the first thing. And I've never looked back. Wow. Nice. Cool. We all need that. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, Adam's podcast, like the people who are on it, <laughs> are good? <laughs> Well, I'd be lying if I wasn't wondering that myself. Yeah. I mean, come on. Because like, there's been some changes, and there's one guy in particular who's currently on the podcast that I have my third eye on. <laughs> Is there a picture of this third eye? I mean, of this guy? I don't uh, know. Can I... Am I going to... If I... I can just pull one up Oh, here. yeah. Okay. Who are we... Are we pulling up Chet Wild? Of course yeah, we, are. we are. Is that the dick size I'm supposed to look yeah. at? Yeah. Okay, but also, well, like... Let me ask this, yeah. because <laughs> there he is, Chet Wild. Bless his heart. Aww. Oh, that's Chet. Oh, there's Chet. <laughs> as far as his dick, I'm sure it's, uh, it l- looks pretty thick. Oh! oh wait, girthy? Oh, girthy, thick dick yeah. Chet. Uh, yeah. Some girth. Gotta Fair. love it. Fair. Gotta love it. I'm into that. I mean, not, that sounded... That was a weird way to put that. <laughs> can, you, can you just do me a favor mm-hmm. and confirm to Carrie how amazing she is? Because that's all I ever really want is for everyone. Oh, please go. Great. No, she's she's actually No, not it's true. She's got such a huge hesitate. heart. I love you so much. Thank you. It's just true. You don't have to. It's okay. <laughs> well, you're a, little, you're a little tougher to get into because of your own walls that you put up. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that... Just like I told him, with all the backing that you have and the people that are around you, it, it would I think that's confirmation for you to kind of feel like, okay, I need to relax or or, or be more. I don't I don't want to say open because I, I I like the fact that you're guarded, but you need to be a little bit more accepting of of who you are and what's coming toward. I, I feel like you can be your own worst enemy. Oh, hundred percent. So self sabotaging. She's literally said that yes. before. Self sabotaging sometimes. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's my love life. Oh, and my whole life actually. It's all all of the different. But parts once of my you life. once you get sick of it and you make that you make that yeah. leap, I'm telling you, I mean it's So for New Year's Eve, I went to Annabelle's, uh, the amazing host of uh, Adderall and Compliments, and we did vision boards. And I was the only one to complete mine, but I had different things on there. Like one of them was get published. I've always wanted to write a book. Um, then I had like basically stop dating losers, and then I had uh, stuff about money because I was like. I just, as soon as I get money, I spend it almost like I don't know how to have it and just be comfortable or like calm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always looking for, I guess, m- mayhem and hysteria. And that's what I know. So that's what I found comfort in. 
Um, but since I've had that vision board and I just kind of have it like laying against a wall, but some of those things have started happening. I've, I found, so I get comfort, I guess, just in like, it's a, it's okay to like allow good things to happen. And, and not I, to be, not to be so hard on yourself. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Cause you're amazing. Thank you. It's, it's very truth. sweet. It's just the truth. Just carry your amazing. Take your walls down. down. Take them down. <laughs> take them walls down, Carrie. Okay, but so, Trump wants to build them back up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're gonna wrap up here. But okay. So what? How can people find you? Do you, you? It sounds like you do stuff over the phone. Are you willing to push that? Go for it. Do you plug social, yourself? Plugging myself now. All my social media is Psychic Chris M at Psychic Chris M. Visit me on my website chrismedina.guide. You can schedule a reading on there um, or. Get a hold of me on social media. A lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome, and he's yeah. very supportive. Yes. We didn't even know each other, and we were liking each other's pictures. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's very nice. <sighs> this was good stuff. This was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank for you for coming. Joining thank you for having us. Me. Uh, do we have anything to plug before we go? Just our other podcast, White Wine True Crime. Huge supporters of the Unpopular Opinion Network and Adam Todd Brown, who is amazing. Thanks. But yeah, you're we, amazing too. We've got some cool stuff coming up. So, um, but as far as we're concerned, can you guys go ahead and give a, a pretty scary and the entire unpopular opinion network a, a good review on iTunes? Good ratings and reviews. We need them. Those are really helpful. And we do you need them? I mean, we don't. But you, we need you get them. Yeah. We, Everyone needs them. Yeah, you know, we need them, but we don't need them. Yeah. But we need them. Um, and then also follow us on all of our socials. Go find us on Facebook. And uh, I think our tweet, our, our tweeter, our Twitter is just tweeter. Tweet. Tweeter. Tweeter. It's at Unpops, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. At Unpops. There. And then you can just uh, follow the rest of us there. I'm uh, on Twitter uh, at Bossy Matilda. Uh, Carrie, where, where can they find you? Uh, you can find Sapphire Jones uh, uh, <laughs> online. Uh, stories I Tell My Hairdresser. Uh, circa 2009, I believe. Yeah, let's go see what Carrie was, had going on almost 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Same stories, just repackaged. Mm. It's sad. All right. That's her bio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. This okay. was fun. Chris, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, we, we love you. We love I want to come back and do this again. So. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no problem. All for it. Twist and I will arm. see all three of you at the top. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. I'm going to weep. Let's finger. <laughs> Let's finger. Bye, everybody. Everybody at home, finger. Yay. Yourself or a loved one. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.